thank you to uh, Brian's Garage Studios uh, Orchestra for playing that song. Because, um, <laughs> I mean, we would never use a song that's copyrighted like that. No, I was playing that on some saws, <laughs> the blade of my lawnmower, and a ladder. That's all it takes, baby. That's all it takes. Yeah. Welcome to the aftermath. This is Can the I COVID chronicle. Water bottle? What? Can I clink my water bottle? Yeah, baby. Clink your water bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold you really clink a drink, but. Clink. Well, here we go. Here we go. Clink. <laughs> Nothing like go. clinking your own glass against the bottle just to make a clinky noise. You know what I mean? So, wait, Kevin. Yes. My question is is yeah. like, <clears throat> I'm sitting here playing Marvel theme music. On the instruments of a saw and a ladder and all that stuff. Lawn yeah. mowing and hedging and landscaping <laughs> instruments for you for yeah. our podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why in the hell am I doing that? Well, I'll tell you why, Brian. First of all, again, welcome to the COVID Chronicles. Because <laughs> Brian, <laughs> yeah, drank too many. Cor- Brian drank way too many Coronas. Yeah, and now he's got the coronavirus. Yep. Which so we scientifically just... proved on the Mad Libs podcast aftermath. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, Brian. The reason that we, uh, or that you uh, brought all those uh, tools and utensils together to uh, make such a beautiful song is uh, because we're going to talk Marvel movies. Yes. Our favorites. Love Marvel movies. Most overrated, most underrated best actors, whatever the fuck we want, because it's the aftermath and we can do that. Yeah. I think, I think we should stick to most underrated, most overrated because we can make several podcasts about the, the brilliance of the Marvel cinematic universe. Right. Yeah. Also some of the flaws and downfalls. I agree with that. I agree with that. So without any further ado, Let's do this. Let's ado do this. Okay. So um, do we want to start with most overrated? Let's start with most underrated. Um, Because I always like a good underdog. Unless you want to finish strong, because then we can do on most underrated last. I can do either. What do you want to do, Brian? Well, I know for a fact, for a fact, this is an opinion. The most underrated is Avengers Age of Ultron. Agreed. Now, Agreed. We are going to agree on this. The, the idea here the idea here is not only is it good or bad as a movie, but in terms of where it's rated in you know comparison to other movies, I think it's underrated. So I'm going off of <clears throat> the tomato meter, right? So Rotten Tomatoes, the critic score, the audience score, all that shit. It has the list of all of the Marvel movies. And from the bottom, we have Thor Dark World with a 66%, The Incredible Hulk with a 67%, and that was the Ed Norton version. Thank you. I was going to ask that. Um, because that was the most recent version of the Hulk. They kind of just completely dismissed the Eric Bana version, um, which was directed by Ang Lee and wasn't a bad movie. <clears throat> but neither of them basically lived up to the rendition of Mark Ruffalo. Um, 
Then you have Iron Man 2 at 73%. And then you have number 13, Age, uh, Age of Ultron, at 75%. Now, <clears throat> the reason I say this is so underrated is because, A, it's rated in the lower portion of the MCU. And I think it's a really, really good movie, both in terms of <clears throat> what it does for the series, yes. in terms of bringing in Wanda Maximoff and, and Quicksilver, but also showing you know, vision, but also bringing in this idea of the Avengers coming together is a powerhouse, but some of the damage that can be done, which would later divide them. Right. So I'm going to agree with you hundred percent. So um, full disclosure, Brian and I had a little bit of a lead up to this episode. So we knew we wanted to do it, but um, even more so since we're talking about heroes, Let's talk about Brian, the hero of the Mad Libs podcast, the hero of the Brian and Kevin friendship. Uh, last night, I had to go on a mission. I had to oh, find. Gosh. I had to find somebody, <laughs> <laughs> a coworker, um, who we had to make sure went got home safely, basically. Uh, and long story short, when I was driving home after my mission that I successfully completed because I'm, you know, I'm a half a hero. Um, I call, I texted Brian saying, hey, dude, are you awake right now? Brian had his normal response, always. <laughs> um, which is so funny because even um, when you are sick like this, like, um, you still come through for me. And so Brian actually <laughs> stayed up. And this is like, what was it? Probably like 1 a.m.? Yeah, like twelve thirty one a.m. Yeah. Brian talked to me on the phone the entire time that I drove home, and it was about a thirty five minute drive or forty minute drive, yeah. something like that. And um, so we kind of like uh, not necessarily rehearsed this, but um, I I kind of gave Brian my thoughts on it, and um, he gave me his thoughts on it as well. Um, and so Age of Ultron for sure, most underrated Marvel movie. Um, like Brian said, it sets up everything. Um, and I do like you bringing in the fact of, of the Maximoff twins, because that is super, super important. Um, but it just, I mean, it leads the way for civil war. Um, it kind of builds that little bit of tension between, um, Captain America and Iron Man yeah. um, or Tony Stark. <laughs> Um, it's just so fucking good. Not to mention, and what I brought up to you last night, Brian, was um the ha Thor's hammer, Vjolnir. Yeah. What is it? Vjolnir. Mjolnir. Yeah. Mjolnir. Thank you. Um, you know what I mean? Where like it's like they're you know sitting there having their little drinking game after this big party. Yep. Um, and it's like you know only the what did Odin say? Only. Uh, you know what? It's the aftermath. We can play this. Let me find the YouTube clip. But basically, whoever is um, worthy of the powers of Thor um, could basically wield this power. Right. Um, yeah, that's essentially it. Yeah, I don't even have to play it. Nailed it. I'm so good at this. I've watched Marvel movies a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and you see Captain America, basically, like, he... 
not much, but he lifts it. Um, and even that it, little, it, yeah, it, like it it shakes a little bit. Whereas no one like when you know Iron Man and War Machine, or you know Don Cheadle and, and Robert Downey Jr. <clears throat> when 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 they start using their gloves and everything just to like it doesn't even budge but when captain america does you you do see it move a little yeah, bit yeah yeah and i just think that is so 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 super important and so telling um and i don't want to jump ahead here but it's also going to play into my most overrated as well um so keep that in mind as you're listening ahead here um but I mean, also, like, if you, even if you took that all that away, you know what I mean. Yeah. Don't worry about like what it's leading up to, what it's going to mean, the 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 future. Um, I don't know if that's phase two, phase three, phase four. Marvel has their whole thing. Um, but take all of that out. Just actually, like, based on the merits, as far as like the movie itself. Um, <laughs> first of all, the actors. I mean, any Marvel movie, you're going to get great actors. Um, but I mean, it really had an all-star cast, and wasn't it? Oh gosh, what is it? The guy from the Blacklist, James Spader. James Spader. <clears throat> God, what? yeah, he plays Ultron, and that's like another really great aspect of it that I think <clears throat> gets overlooked is his voice. You know, when we have Paul Bettany doing Jarvis for the longest time, and then he, yeah, he obviously becomes Vision. <clears throat> we also have, um. You know, James Spader doing the voice acting for Ultron. We have, uh, <clears throat> I just found out Trevor Noah did some voice acting in the, uh, he was like the the system voice in Black Panther. So like the voice acting along the path is really incredible. And, and James Spader really continued to level up the, the, the strict voice acting alone. And he was able to convey so much power into that role yeah. without you know utilizing his body or his face or something like that similar to like how mark hamill does with the joker in the yeah. early yeah, animation yeah, yeah. of batman you feel his whole presence just through his voice it's it's dripping out of the character and i i think that's so pivotal to the ultron you know the ultron character arc is like you know, when he, when he starts seeing, I think it's the Pinocchio theme where he like, you know, he no longer has these strings or whatever. And he's just like yeah. feeling that and he's like awakening. And I'm like, Oh God, could anyone have done that better? I don't know. No. I don't think, so. I don't think so either. I don't think so. And that's a good point too, because like you brought up black Panther and like, um, I mean, it really paves the way for the black Panther movie. Mm -hmm. Real. And, and even cause I didn't, um, yeah, because the guy that plays Gollum, you know, Andy Serkis. Yeah, he's the yeah, bad yeah. guy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's selling the vibranium. And, like, up until this point, we don't know where vibranium is really coming from. We know Cap Shield is that's made all out we of know. it. That's all we know, yeah. Yeah, and that's about it. And it's a very, very uh, scarce but lucrative resource. But we don't know where it's coming from. Um and I do believe they actually mentioned Wakanda a little bit, but I not to so. where we see it. Later. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, but I mean, that whole scene with, um, oh gosh, what is his name? I got to Google it. Which one? The bad guy from, um, or, or one of the bad guys from Black Panther. The guy who's dealing very Oh, odd. Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, the, Andy like, Circus. 
the West African guy? Yeah, the the white guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the white guy that ends up having like a new arm or whatever. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's Andy Circus. Okay, 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 okay. <clears throat> yeah, because he is fantastic. Yeah, he's, but... he's one of the bad guys in Ultron. Yes, where Ultron's exactly. Trying to make yeah. that deal with them early on. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, but I, it, it introduces all that stuff. Um, it's oh, it's just such a fucking good movie, man. It is yeah. such a good movie. Um, and I would honestly say, like, from beginning to end, to end, it is so stinking good. Um, anything else to add to um, most underrated before we move to most? Yeah, overrated? I think this one is a really good job of <clears throat> highlighting how important Hawkeye is. Mm. Because, like, <clears throat> in the first Avengers, he's sitting, you know. He goes up to his little perch and he's firing arrows at Loki and all these aliens and right, whatever. right, right, right. And <clears throat> there's a dynamic that Hawkeye is supposed to bring with this. He brings a cohesion to the unit. Yeah. And <clears throat> when he's in retirement, right, he steps away. All of a sudden, the Avengers fall apart and go into civil war. Now he comes back when they're at war with each other already. But like <clears throat> his ability to unite the team. Yes together is really really important and like he has these moments with wanda he's like listen you did some fucked up shit it's okay if you do the right stuff now when the world needs you most are you gonna hide that's fine i just can't babysit you i have to go try and save the world yeah. i would really appreciate you helping me do that so <clears throat> i thought that was like a really cool moment and it kind of speaks to the rest of you know and like he also brings them to his home and all that yeah um and you know his wife even brings up like listen these guys need you because they're they're tearing each other apart yeah and like that's literally when you know captain america like tears lumber with his hands and i'm like god damn it why can't i do that <laughs> god i don't I think i could even chop wood as, as efficiently as iron man um uh you could i believe, <laughs> I believe in you 100 um but that that's like a really important moment for the entire it's it's an understated moment but really important for the entire MCU right it's like hawkeye's ability to bring everyone together yeah and i do and that's think why that go in ahead end game it's it's so imperative that black widow go find him when oh, he's off when he becomes ronin you know doing his ninja stuff not ninja stuff brian come on man what is it? He's what a samurai? He's a fucking badass. Yeah, ninjas are badass. That's so true. So are samurais. Yeah, <laughs> weren't the samurais assembled? No, it's one or the other. But either the ninjas were assembled to fight the samurai, or the samurai were assembled to fight the ninjas. Well, the ninjas. <clears throat> so there's a new documentary on essentially the samurai life of Japan. I watched an episode and then two played while I fell asleep due to my COVID slumber. Um, so I think I might have learned some through osmosis. But the the samurai... <laughs> I think that would be a diffusion. Osmosis has to do with water. Well, osmosis means... Oh, God. No, no diffusion is between a barrier... Or, like, 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 through a barrier. Osmosis is just water. That's why there's, like, rever... That's why there's well, no, it's a process by which molecules of a solvent tend to pass through a semi-permeable membrane. So my brain, Is like, because I remember like people used to joke that if you slept on your textbook, maybe you could learn through osmosis. 
I'm going to look it up right now because my there, biology teacher said, no, that wouldn't work. Well, I think there, <laughs> but I thought, I thought that, uh, osmosis had more to deal or more to do with water. Well, yeah, because it's a permeable, permeable membrane, meaning stuff can go through it. Well, I'm about to look it up right now. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, if you type in os- osmosis, osmosis Jones comes up first. Is that the is that the Chris Rock character? The yes, yes, guy? yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I need him in my body. Osmosis only allows solvent or solvent molecules to move freely, but diffusion allows both solvent and solute or solute molecules to move freely. Osmos, osmosis happens when molecules move from higher to lower concentration, but diffusion happens when in or when it is reversed. Well, that doesn't help. Thanks, Google. No. So, <clears throat> anyways, anyways, back to Marvel characters. Yeah. Anyways, the the overarching aspect of Ultron is like it gets. <clears throat> I think it gets demoted on the list because there was the first Avengers where we saw them assemble, and they had a lot of similar functions or similar moments, <clears throat> like where all of a sudden they were fighting and they do like Captain America punches one guy and that guy falls into another that Iron Man is blasting while Hulk is doing this. And it like does those really cool cinematic like roundabout and it focuses on all of the Avengers all at once. That Avengers assemble moment. Right. But I think people had such high expectations that it was going to be so much better than the first and it's like i think it was on par with the first like it might it might not have been that much better it did some more like some bolder things but the first was a very very good movie so it would have been near impossible to upstage that first one without like having more drama like i don't know half the population dying or some shit yeah um Oh gosh! I you so know you, so you're in agreement. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I think that Age of Ultron is most definitely the most underrated Marvel film, um, and and kind of what what made me doubt this is um, Ant Man because I believe that Ant Man is pretty low on the scale as far as like Marvel movies, um, and I wasn't sure if it was the movie itself, the storyline, or if it was uh, just like Paul Rudd being Ant-Man that made me like it even more. Um, <clears throat> but uh, that was that was probably my second pick for like most underrated movies. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you 100%. Okay. So <clears throat> let's find maybe a slight point of disagreement. What do you think is the most overrated? I think that the most overrated Marvel movie is going to be um, Captain Marvel. Okay. It wasn't rated super, super high, but it was rated high enough to the point where like, I kind of was like, uh, I don't think it was as good as the uh, uh, well, I won't even see the critics, but as people made it seem, you know what I mean. The hype behind so Captain it. Marvel, just yeah. 
before before we go further was rated a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I think that's this is too the 11th the 11th highest above the first Thor, above Ultron, above Iron Man 2, uh Incredible Hulk, etc. So, yeah, and, and and here's why too. Um if you look at Captain America, the way that they built that story up, the way that they made Chris Rogers was it Chris Rogers? Steve. I'm sorry? Steve Rogers? Steve Rogers, thank you. Yeah. Um, Steve Rogers, you know what I mean? Like, they told his entire backstory. Here's this guy that's been bullied, this guy that wants to help fight. Um, you know, obviously this is during, like, the World War II era, uh, fighting Hitler, all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, they tell this whole story of a kid from Brooklyn um, who who is trying so hard to become part of the military, get out there. Um, you know, fight the Nazis, all that kind of stuff. Um, everything he goes through, um, the fact that Bucky Barnes, his best friend, um, has become this, you know, perfect little soldier, like gets accepted mm-hmm. right away. Um, they build the character perfectly, mm-hmm. so perfectly. Um, and by the end of the Captain America movie, the first one, uh, the, what is it, the first Avenger? Um, you cannot help but love Captain America. You're like, here's this guy. He's a fucking patriot. He's a hero. He's jumping on this, you know, dummy grenade, um, you know, to save everybody around him uh, during training. He's smart. Um, Anybody that can reach the top of this flagpole um, gets, you know, gets a ride back to base. Um, That, you know, that kind of character. Um and even in like you know when you go further forward like civil war where he, you know he's i mean not necessarily fighting for the people but he's fighting for um superheroes uh mutants whatever you want to say people you know who shouldn't have to disclose their um identities right you know you 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 fall in love with this character what that and and I love Captain Marvel by the way. I think like the whole Captain Marvel line is super fucking awesome. Um I think that do you, do you maybe think her origin story isn't as dynamic because you know Iron Man had a very different style of origin story but there is a, a ton of depth. Maybe there wasn't as much depth with Captain Marvel because it almost felt like Captain Marvel was a better version of Green Lantern. <laughs> Right, like it was this alien force that we're all That's interesting. fighting. Yeah. Blah blah blah. That's very interesting. Um, because we can agree the casting was. Re- I agree. I do think it's overrated. Like, you know, Ultron is rated below it, so obviously I think it's overrated. Right. Um, right. That's not my pick for most overrated, but I can understand why people would think this because it did feel a little rushed. Yeah. And, um. Because because I, I think you know, she had br- already been established. I right? think that yeah. I think that Brie Larson was great. Um, yeah, she was phenomenal. Yeah, I don't think... She, well, I wouldn't say phenomenal as far as, like, Marvel movies. I think she was good. I think she's very good. Um, but the difference that I feel... And I actually re-watched Captain Marvel just to make sure that I still felt this way. Um, and I actually watched it in the timeline. So it's like um, Disney Plus has this really awesome feature where it's, like, Marvel movies from beginning to end, to end like on the timeline. So it starts with like Captain America, then it goes to Captain Marvel, then it goes to Iron Man and so forth and so forth. Chronologically, but not 
chronologically in terms of release, but correct. in terms of the story timeline. Yeah. Correct. Correct. But, you know, they start Captain Marvel and it's like this big fight scene between uh, Brie Larson and uh, what is it? You, you and McGregor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they don't really build up the character. Um, it's a really great movie and I still, I do, I do really enjoy it. Um, like I, I would watch it again and I was happy to watch it when I was doing, uh, you know, research for the podcast. Um, but I don't think they built up the character enough to the point where like, I really fell in love, um, with Captain Marvel. Um, I think that, uh, they definitely made her a badass. She was super, super cool, but I didn't really love the character. I thought that she was kind of snarky. I thought that she was kind of cute. I thought that she was kind of like, I mean, not kind of, I think she was definitely badass. Um, but I didn't love the story. I didn't love the origin. Um, I almost thought it was more of an origin story of Nick Fury than it was a story of Captain Marvel. Um, also, sorry, Brian uh, and audience, joining us now on the Mad, La- Mad Libs uh, Aftermath podcast is Kevin's wife. What? What a, up? A, uh, she, she can't hear you yet. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> a, uh, a Marvel expert, a superhero expert. It's Anna Gronhoff, my beautiful wife. Hold on. Come on, Anna. Honey, honey, come over here. Uh, Brian, before we start this portion, um, I need to know what your most overrated Marvel film is. So my most overrated is is Iron Man 3. Um, Iron Man 3 was rated, I think, a 79%. So um, that puts it just below Captain America, the first Avenger. Okay. But above, uh, you know... Pardon me, Captain Marvel, Age of Ultron, etc. Iron Man 2. I actually think Iron Man 2 is better than Iron Man 3. And here's why. I think Iron Man 3 has such a terrible final twist um, that it ruins the entire movie experience. Like, I didn't like most of it. I, I, I am someone that has liked a lot of Shane Black movies. He was the director. So he did Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon 2. Mm, And I do good. Um, I do love a good uh, Lethal Weapon movie. Yeah. Long, long kiss, good night, et cetera. I mean, a plethora of movies. And he has always tried to make a lot of um, pivotal action scenes also be comedic scenes. Right. And it felt so, so much more forced in Iron Man 3, but they were saved because of, John Favreau or, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Right. Um, Also, the twist, and here's, you know, obviously we're doing spoilers on this. You know, the twist of the Mandarin, you know, who was played by Sir Ben Kingsley, not being the bad guy, but just an actor as a front to Guy Pierce being the bad guy, um, I thought was a total letdown. Now, they could have changed some sort of dynamic. I, I related similar to... Um, Dark Knight Rises, where you think Bane is the mastermind behind everything, <clears throat> and he's only a portion of it. Talia, 
is you know the other part uh-huh. and it was very similar but you know bane was still a very very important figure whereas it was like this whole movie built up to the meeting between the mandarin and iron man and all of a sudden it's like oh he's just some british actor that was a drunk and you know <laughs> found in his luck <laughs> now if anyone can pull that off it's sir ben kingsley right but right. in general <clears throat> going into the lore right bane and batman are very similar to mandarin and an iron man they're supposed to be you know it's these mortal enemies yeah and the mandarin did not live up to that now because you have such a star-studded cast like a guy pierce who is you and i were talking like his role in lawless really oh my god yeah fantastic into this position of like he can play such a nuanced bad guy that like he could play any bad guy in any movie and you're just like a gary oldman you're just like good or bad he's a great actor but when he plays a bad guy it's so nuanced and it's like you want it, you hate him with every fiber of your being but you're also right. like wow he's so good and lawless uh, was so good say what lawless was so good oh yeah yeah that's in that's probably in my top 10 favorite movies really it's so i think it, oh. I think it probably hits like my top 25 i mean i i mean I guess I would really have to think about it, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just so, so stinking good. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I will scroll. I know it was, on and Netflix I think I, I, and I probably watched it two, two, maybe three times on Netflix and I had watched it probably yeah. two or three times before. Yeah. And I think it actually stars Bane, right? Yeah. Tom Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Mandarin in, well, the fake Mandarin or whatever the fuck he was. Right. In, right. Agree. So that was the thing. It was very discouraging. I think, you know, you have <clears throat> Iron Man, which is probably the pinnacle of origin story. For right. <clears throat> I know you really like the first Avenger. I think Iron Man, which got it all started, really did such a great job of creating this whole universe. And <clears throat> Iron Man 2 is a little bit of a letdown. But you could see the... um kind of some of the flaws of Iron Man and stuff like that come to fruition. And then <clears throat> we see in Iron Man 3, it was just like really desperate to make people laugh at certain moments. <clears throat> and it was really only saved by an incredible cast acting their asses off. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know, Brian. I think that Iron Man 3 and Iron Man 2 were both awesome. Um, I like the implementation of the uh, the Mandarin. Um, I do kind of like the plot twist. I like the whole, like, um, you know, you think that Sir Ben Kingsley is, like, this terrible, uh, I guess, like, warlord or whatever. Uh, not Or whatever. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I, I, I kind of like it. Um, oh, I thought it was fucking terrible. I like, I... I, I rewatched it and the moment that turn happened yeah i was just like god damn it like i i just get so frustrated like there were so many possibilities for that movie with like john favreau getting hurt and like you know robert downey jr really starting to see like <clears throat> you know pepper was in danger john favreau uh happy was in in danger like yeah it's not about him it's like the rest of the people close to him 
are also in danger. Yeah. That could have been the central point. And instead it was some fucking fake actor and like balls of fire. Like, okay. <laughs> Not balls of fire, dude. You're talking about giant, like, uh, you know, uh, human heat. nukes, whatever, whatever. And no, then like, nobody said that pots. during nobody, so, like, Brian, Brian, because the moment Brian, pots, what? Nobody said that during the fucking Manhattan Project. Nobody was like, uh, eh, giant heat signatures. No big deal. Well, <clears throat> all of a sudden, Pepper Potts has it, and like, she become like, it, it was just stupid. It was a really stupid ending. It was and a like, str- I'm it all was, for like, I it was a stretch. It was a stretch, but not stupid. No, it was, no, it was for me, it was absolutely fucking stupid. It was, it was, it was, it, it had no connection to the rest of the Marvel story, the Marvel cinematic universe. And like, okay, that's Pepper interesting. Potts, or Pepper Potts never really like showcased those abilities ever again, even when she was in Endgame. Well, no, because Tony Kierter. Whatever. It's stupid. <laughs> then why did she have it? Like, oh, let me inject you with something. Now you're cured. Bye. End of story. Like, well, yeah, fuck. because she would have to maintain. She would have to take like those injections and stuff like that. But the whole thing was for me just so stupid. Eh. Like, like there, there, there was so much depth that could have been had, and Shane Black settled for the easy, cheap thrills, the the easy laughs that fell flat. Mm. Like it just felt like any time, <clears throat> any time there's a true, you know, bad guy yeah. in any movie. There's so much depth to them. That's why they make great adversaries. There okay. was not enough depth with the Mandarin because it's like, oh, he was the guy that Tony Stark told to jump off a building. <laughs> like, okay. When really the Mandarin is like this Chinese person with 10 rings and these you know, right, right. powers that they didn't, you know, they definitely did not do the Tony Mandarin Stark. justice. Right. For sure. And you wasted, you wasted. Sir Ben Kingsley and Guy Pierce. They were able to make the movie manageable, but they were wasted. They could have been so much more. And we see it, you know, throughout their entire acting career, right. the depth that they can, you know, create. And they, you know, Sir Ben Kingsley did that with a fake terrorist. Yeah. You know, my favorite uh, Sir, uh, Sir Ben Kingsley uh, movie is probably Lucky Numbers 11. Yeah, that's, that's, I know you've said that's like, your eleventh favorite movie. <laughs> well played, sir. Thanks. Well played. Um, <laughs> you have sorry. You have said it's your your top ten. Pardon me. <clears throat> Go ahead, dude. You're fine. You're fine. So no, yeah, like so, like like I was saying. So um, we do have a special guest this evening on the aftermath. It's my nice. wife. And um, if I want to talk about like Marvel movies. Let me talk about a little bit of romance for you. It's so romantic. It is the aftermath. Anything goes. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, turn down your volume. <laughs> um, when I... Lights. Well, honey, I mean, they can do whatever they want with their lights. Um, so when Anna and I were pregnant with... Well, when Anna was pregnant with our second child, Jacob... 
we did a little um what, after. oh after the pregnancy sorry when anna was on her maternity leave um we did a marvel movie marathon uh and we watched it in chronological order this is before disney plus so like you couldn't you know just click click on a link and go through it we had an actual chart and um i rented far too many marvel movies um if i were being honest so honey darling my beautiful wife you perfect little specimen you <laughs> i need to know right now and you don't have to do a huge explanation this is just like your cameo onto the uh mad libs aftermath i need your most overrated and most underrated Marvel movies, but I need you to come over here so the volume is good. No, you don't need to think. Come on. I don't need to think. Come on. Over here. Over I'm over here. here. I'm over here. Speaking of my nailed it. She's dropping things off the the uh, table here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> most overrated. I did not like Captain Marvel. I just couldn't get into it. And the most underrated. Wait, wait. <clears throat> I think you and I talked about this. Which one did I say? Um, I, my favorite Captain America, but that one's not at all underrated. It's just beautiful for what it is. Hmm. Good. I agree with that 100%. I was talking about it earlier before you got down here. I don't know. I think they're all, like, I can't think of one that's underrated. I guess maybe the original Hulk. You don't really hear people talk about the Hulk enough, and he has mm. a great story. It could be underrated. Who's your favorite Hulk? Mark Ruffalo. Is that him? Oh, plot twist. I agree with that 100%. I, I think Edward Norton was great. Um, yeah. And I wish he would have picked up the role for sure. Um, Brian, I would love to hear your, uh, your thoughts on this too. But um, Yeah, I think Edward Norton was great. <clears throat> I think we got, um, I think we got accustomed to Mark Ruffalo pretty quickly, which shows yes. like, he was able to transition well. Um, but <clears throat> I do agree. There was something about the Hulk movies that were good. Like <clears throat> I enjoyed both, um, the Ed Norton and I even enjoyed the Eric Bana one. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was kind of cool. Um, I like Jennifer Connelly in one. So like, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I could, I, I could agree with that. It was underrated. Can it's I, one of the lowest rated. Can I pose so. a new question? Yeah. Um, just because we're on this whole Marvel kick here, obviously. Um, best Hulk versus worst Hulk. Who do you think it is? Like, who do you think, uh, if if they were going to do some sort of a uh, a Hulk movie, who would you want to star in it, and why? Brian, you first. I would say Mark <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Okay. And why? Because I, I well, do I, think I thought I thought Edward Norton was great. I thought he was a good Hulk. Um, obviously, once like the CGI comes into play, like you know, who knows? Um, Mark Ruffalo has an ability <clears throat> to play an understated character very okay. well. Yeah. So we see that in like uh, the Now You See Me movies when oh, he's God, like I kind of the those. architect of everything, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and like. That turn where he can be like, oh, really, I've had the power all along. You see that really well with him. Right, right. You see in, like, Now You See Me, you also see it in The Hulk when he's like, 
that's the trick, Cap. I'm always angry. And then he oh, like, knocks God, that fucking that worm out of the so sky. That's so good. Whereas Ed Norton, <clears throat> I think, played a really cool Dr. Banner in the sense that he felt like a true scientist. Right. But like the Banner Hall transformation, I think Ruffalo played really well. Interesting. Uh, I actually, you know, not even, I mean, it definitely is interesting, but I agree with you. Um, I think that Mark Ruffalo is kind of like, as the ladies say, the total package. Yeah, because he's a he's a total lib. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, sorry. You mean you mean his character in the movie, Brian? We're not we're not supposed to talk politics in this. It's the aftermath. We can talk whatever we want. It's the fucking aftermath. Boom, boom, boom. I didn't get to do my like uh. I know. Which I do all the vocals for, by the way. It's just demonstrated. Yeah, yeah. As awful as it is, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, we are nearing the end of our forty five minutes. Yeah, dude, it's 40, See, that's what I'm saying. We forty two minutes. Like multiple podcasts on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. We didn't talk about most overrated or most underrated character. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I wanna do that. Really actually no no, screw that. I don't want to do that. What no, I want to no, do is that's this. what I'm saying. We should do a whole podcast. Yes. You could do most overrated, most underrated side character. Ooh. Right? This is going to be the next aftermath. Right. But I want to do this right now. I'm going to make you say it, Brian. What? All of the Marvel Universe. And it doesn't have to be movies. Who cares about Sony versus uh, Disney yeah. versus whatever? Who is just movies, not comics? Who is the, and Anna, honey, I'm going to ask you the same question. Who is the coolest and your most favorite superhero in the Marvel Universe? So coolest, no doubt, is Deadpool. For sure. Okay, 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 okay. But like the most interesting character, I think, in like subcon, like, subliminally the most powerful yeah. that people don't realize is Doctor Strange. Oh, I love Doctor Strange so much. Yeah. So much. All right, Anna, you're next. You know, it's Captain America. He's the best. He's the coolest. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay, 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 yeah. okay. Who's your what most, you, uh, like, who do you like for, like, most underrated character, honey? Underrated. I'm going to go back with the Hulk. I don't think he's... They keep thinking the Hulk is Ben loves the Hulk. Oh, yeah. Our son loves the Hulk. But I don't just hear a lot of people thinking or saying that Yeah. what a cool character. And that is a cool character. And he is. The Hulk is awesome. Hulk smash. <laughs> Good point, darling. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been, this has been a message from my wife. <laughs> um. Okay, so my turn. Yeah. Most... most... What was it? Yeah. Most underrated? Yes. And the coolest? No, no, the coolest. The coolest. The coolest, easy. And both of you guys are wrong, and I'm so Wolverine. sorry. Why you gotta be like that, honey? <laughs> yes, it's Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine is fucking awesome. And I made Wolverine jokes, actually, and Brian, I'm sorry for this. Um, after I found out that Brian drank too many Coronas. Um <laughs> I made a joke to his wife. I said, um, don't worry, I will not catch the coronavirus because I basically have Wolverine powers. 
Um, but yeah, I think Wolverine is the absolute coolest superhero. He's always been my favorite. Honey, as long as I've known you. Mm-hmm. Probably, right? Yeah. Wolverine? Yeah. And it's not just like a Hugh Jackman thing. I just think that he's super freaking awesome. Um, I love his powers. I love his backstory. Um, obviously, um, I think I think it's actually Sony that pumped the money into it. But um, all the movies that went into it, I think he's awesome. I liked reading the comics. Um, I like the fact that he grew up in, and I could be wrong on this, but I think it was like pre-Civil War is when he was growing up. Um, and he's like this, this kid with, uh, these powers that nobody understands. Um, and then, you know, he goes forward, then he fights in all these wars, um, the animantium, the whole like, um, uh, mutant X program, all that stuff. I think he is so cool. And when any, whenever anybody asks me like, what is the one mutant power you, uh, you know, if you could have any mutant power, what would it be? It's regeneration. Oh, oh, well, it's all of it. It's all of it. Because he has more than regeneration. You know what I mean? It's strength. Right, but, it's agility. Right. It's all this stuff. Right. He's a real BA. Um, so that, that's the coolest to me. Yeah. Well, um, I would agree with the fact that he's very cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Has he ever talked directly to you in a movie? No. Um, not in a movie. The fourth wall like Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good point and Ryan Reynolds is a great thing and I love like the whole argument between him and um between Deadpool and Wolverine I think that's like a really like funny like uh right uh dynamic um, and he like literally pokes fun at his true life self yeah yeah absolutely like, absolutely um what was the other one honey most underrated, uh, underrated, underrated superhero yeah Quicksilver. Easy. Quicksilver. I think that people, like, forget about it because, like... Because um, he got shot and died. Yeah. Well, and he was in multiple um, cinematic universes. Because he was in the Sony cinematic universe. He was in um, X-Men. Because he was in... Yeah, he was Evan Peters. Yes, yes. Played yes. by Evan Peters. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and that's the Sony uh, X-Men universe. Um, and I think that was great too. And those some some of the most like badass scenes come from that. But like even in the MCU, um, gosh, it was the guy that was in Kick Ass. What was his name, Brian? Oh, I don't know. But yeah, he was the one that was so good, movie. so good. That gets shot. Um, <clears throat> what does he? Aaron say? Taylor Johnson. What does he say to um, Hawkeye? At the end of that Did, movie. You didn't see that coming? You didn't see or, that bet coming. Didn't, oh, my bet God. Bet you didn't bet see, you that, didn't coming. see that coming. Oh, yeah. makes me want to cry. Because he says that early on when yeah, 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 yeah. they're trying to break into that bunker. Yes, <laughs> yes. It makes me both sad and excited when he says that. Yeah. Um, and I think Quicksilver's just so great. You know I mean, to have that, like, power of, like, this unlimited speed, um, you're basically slowing down time. Yeah, but the cool thing is, is they didn't make him as powerful as the Flash, because <clears throat> we see a lot of parallels right. with him and the Flash, know, DC yeah. and Marvel. Yes, and the Flash yes. was like able to like go back in go time, through time yeah. and shit like that. And it's like, okay, like don't get me wrong, that's fine, but it's just always Mar- Marvel always did a perfect job of not overpowering their characters. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Like, yes, Hulk is basically indestructible, same with Deadpool, but they have, like, these massive flaws. Yeah. Right? I am really looking forward to, like, Deadpool 3. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it'll be great. Like, really, really good. I wonder if they'll ever do, like, a crossover. And I think Sony owns the rights to, uh, to Deadpool. No. Uh, <clears throat> um, Disney is going to do the next Deadpool. Really? But it's going to stay rated R. Oh, I love that. I yeah. love that. I think. I, and, I, I mean, Ryan Reynolds was, like, the perfect pick for Deadpool, in my opinion. They fucked it up in the Sony universe when they first brought him in. Um, in like, oh, when he, yeah, the like, Wolverine origin stories. Yeah, yeah, it sucked. But, well, it didn't suck, but it didn't do no, it justice. What? It was, that was, that movie was pretty not good. Uh, the movie itself was all right, but like, the it was rep- fine. The rep- it was Wolverine. Yeah, the representation of, of Deadpool was not great. Yeah. But, anyways, Brian. Anything what? else to add to this? We're at, we're coming up on an hour. <laughs> well, speaking of Marvel, have you watched WandaVision? Yes. Okay, Anna, honey. So Anna and I have been watching um, WandaVision together. Just give just give overall feedback because yeah, no, no. All spoilers. the other movies are spoiler like. Who yeah. gives a shit? It's been out for ten right, years. Right, right, right. Get a fucking life. Um, go watch them. WandaVision is like people are still just starting to watch so. I think I that is good. I think that the show itself is really good. Um, it's not like my favorite, and I don't. I think, honey, I think that you make me watch it more than I actually want to. Um, I think it's one of the best things Marvel has done. Uh, I disagree. I think it's good. I think you're gonna like it watching it over again because you're gonna catch stuff that you missed the yep. first time. Gosh. Yeah. It's gonna make because I had. Listen to your wife. Watching. She's right. <laughs> But it's so cool. Brian, my wife, is always right. Um, (laughs) Okay, maybe I misrepresented it. Because it is good. I enjoy it. I like watching it. Maybe it's the drama I don't like. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, like, during this whole, like, COVID times thing, like, maybe I just need, like, positivity nonstop. Which WandaVision is not. um, Because you're dealing with, like, the snap and all that kind of stuff. Um, so many questions at the end of each episode. That's what I don't like. That's what I don't like. Yeah. I don't like the questions. I like answers. Well, they're coming. <laughs> what did he say? He said they're coming. Oh. Yeah. God. I'm gonna go watch it right now. Yeah. What episode are you on? I missed last week, so Fridays. Like the Malcolm in the Middle thing? No, that one was two weeks ago. What was last week? I don't know. With, um, I haven't watched it. Or the, um, the witch. Oh, don't tell Brian. No, no. I saw that one. You saw the end of the episode. Yeah. With the witch, Brian? You saw that? Yeah. Not the Scarlet There was witch. one that came out this Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, which one are you watching? He's watching the one we just watched. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. So I got to see like the development of that. I saw the reveal. Okay, 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 okay. So I don't want to say any more because I don't want to ruin it for people. Uh, especially not me because I wasn't paying attention. I'm just kidding. I was, honey. I was. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that concludes our Aftermath session. I hope you guys had fun. I had a blast. I love yeah, talking too. about comic books. Um, and I love talking about the Marvel, uh, the MCU. 
Um, because I'm sorry, DC, like you guys got to step up your game. Like it's just not that good. It's not boring. The big thing is the Zack Snyder cut is supposed to be coming out or something. Oh, really? Yeah, of Justice League. Interesting. Because like I I will be honest, like um the Dark Knight Rises series with uh was it uh Chris Christian Bale, um fantastic. And I actually wasn't. I think Anna's mom was asking me today. My mother-in-law was asking me today, like, you know, who was the best Batman? And I said Christian Bale for sure. I think he was. Okay, so Michael Keaton was my second. I loved Michael Keaton, and like Michael Keaton was the Batman that I grew up on. And we could do a whole podcast on like um, Batman's for sure. Um, But I think Christian Bale nailed it. I think he was a good Batman. He was good. He was very good. He was a good Batman, but he was a great. He was a great Bruce Wayne. Great Bruce Wayne. Um, but I do. I miss the days of like uh, Danny DeVito playing the Penguin and um, Jack Nicholson playing the Joker. Um, those were all fantastic yeah. times for me. And that's again, that's those are like the the comic book movies that I grew up on. Yeah. <clears throat> Brian, it's getting late. Yeah. You need to go to yeah. bed. You need to go feel better. Uh, I'll stop, do my best. Stop having the coronavirus, please. I'll do my best. <laughs> Gosh. All right. We love you guys so much. Thank you uh, so much for being part of the Patreon subscribers. Thank uh, you. Uh, Brian, I love you. Love Anna, you. I love you. And uh, we will see you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.